0: Yo, everybody, welcome to the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast here on the Everything Unscripted Podcast Network. I am your host tonight, Doug Hummer, and we are going to be talking WWS In Your House Rage in the Cage, 1996. Daniel's here. Eric's here. What up? And much to the shock of everybody Clintus here on
1: time.
2: (laughs) Ha, (laughs) ha, ha.
1: <laughs> well, Watching in the house. Thank you very much. So yeah. <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? Uh, well, let's put it this one. I liked it, but I kind of liked this one better when it went to Best Friends Better Ends. Best Friends Better uh, Friends again. or whatever you call them. Yes, yeah. Right after WrestleMania. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And that would be Kevin Nash's last match in WWE, right?
2: One of his last
0: matches. Nash Nash and Hall's uh, last uh, pay-per-view matches anyway. Yes. So, yeah, this was one of those times, this was like one of those pay-per-views where it's just like, you could tell that WCW and WWF were kind of still like jacking from position as who was going to be number one, and they're stuck in this new generation era, which they kind of have bad gimmicks. One of them's actually working the second match of the card. Uh, Yeah.
2: Teddy Biasi.
0: Yeah, him too. Uh, But it's a show that actually is like it's only two hours, so it's not it's not that bad. Uh, it's not that bad. No. You can sit there and watch, and you did have, you know, a hot program with
2: Diesel and Bret Hart and Undertaker getting involved. Yeah, I thought there was a couple good things about this. Yeah, I enjoyed oh, the
0: card.
1: Yeah, the yeah, I enjoyed it. I like the last two, especially Michael and Hart. I think that's going to show me. Yeah, yeah, that was that was definitely
0: good. But it's hard for those two to have a bad match. Even though sometimes Owen has a bad match on purpose,
2: you could have cut the ten minutes of Shawn Michaels dancing with the fucking little girl.
0: Yeah. Uh, now this is my last week in full control before yeah. it gets handed off to Daniel next week. Yes. So I had to go out with a bang, but we had it was, I had, not necessarily a bang, but. Watch something that's not, you know, too bad.
2: No, this was a good show. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It anyway. uh, Even, like, the beginning match, we'll get into it, Razor Remote and the Kid. Uh, and one two, three, Kid and the Crybaby match. The Crybaby match is, was stupid when you think about the stipulation that you got to put your, like, you win and you put the loser in diapers and shit. Yeah. But the match itself You're...
1: was... <laughs> Go there ahead, was, Clint. I thought it was that the loser had to dress like a the winner dressed the baby to, as a baby as a as a baby with a live bottle in his in the mouth. That's my one. Yeah, that was, was stupid. The match was good though. Was, yeah, the match the itself
2: match was, stupid, was yeah. very good. It was it was a
0: very good match, uh, with a bad stipulation, and sometimes that happens. You get a good match even though the stipulation is kinda of dumb. Yeah. But uh Eric, what did you think?
3: I thought it wasn't an all right play with you. Uh, I didn't like the uh, the ending of the um main event was okay. I didn't really wasn't a fan of that, but Eric Eric, are you not listening to the show? He listens
2: <laughs> to the What did you think of the uh, Razor Ramon and the kid?
3: Oh oh yeah, that I I like that one. I thought you were talking about like no okay for me. No. We
0: I, was, I, 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 I was I was talking about the first match. Yeah, we but, but it's okay. Although if you don't listen to me in the car tomorrow I'm farting and locking all the windows.
2: <laughs> you threatened me with that a couple times today. Yeah. You broke my
1: character.
2: not I've heard that before. Well she said it. <laughs> That's funny.
1: I what's going
3: on. Yeah, I, I like the um Bird match. That is stipulation, but I like the match itself. So.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, it was a, it was a good match and these guys have had like a, a hot feud for the last You know, for, I think it was like three months up to this, and then 1-2-3 Kid cost Razor the Intercontinental title. Uh, So, like, there was a lot of heat heading into this match. I mean, not necessarily a great stipulation, but... No, but the wrestling
2: was good. And Razor Razor Ramon looked really good at the end of it. And 1-2-3 Kid probably shouldn't have been a bad guy, but... He was athletically one of the better guys at the time.
0: Yeah. But I mean, they kind of did make him look like an
2: idiot. Uh, I give the match a seven point two out of ten.
0: I, I would, I, I would probably give it an eight because I thought it was really good. Leonard, I'll
1: give it an eight. Eric,
3: I give it a seven.
0: Okay. Is it yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next match up. Duke the Dumpster Drossy versus Hunter Hurst Helmsley.
1: Ooh. Uh,
0: and the Dumpster looking for revenge after Hunter Hurst Helmsley cut his hair. Hunter Hurst Helmsley this guy he went on to do a couple things uh, you know well, one of the things being Vince McMahon's daughter. And now he's
2: running this bitch.
0: Yeah. What's Duke up to? Uh, talking about his uh, recovery from alcoholism. Well, that's important, too. Yeah. Uh, So this match, I think, was like the worst match on the card. To be honest with you, this is one of those matches that they invented like a Sunday night heat for.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't think you really needed this match on the card.
3: I agree. It was your typical bathroom Uh, break.
1: I totally agree. That's exactly what I thought of when I saw this match. This match is trash. It had no point of it whatsoever. It was a waste of space.
0: Yeah,
2: Yeah.
0: and it's, and it's weird... You know, because Helmsley had a lot of those back in the day, because he was still in that mid-card status. Yeah. Duke the Dumpster Drossi was not part of a lot of pay-per-views, unless they were Royal Rumbles. Like I don't remember him ever having a pay-per-view
2: match with anybody. Well, because he's a bad gimmick. He's a fucking garbage man. It's a garbage man versus a Frenchman. Yeah. Or a Brit or whatever American the fuck. Boobah. American
3: boobah. He's a preppy douchebag. The best part of the match was, the, was the, uh, the sidekick the H uh, had. The lady.
2: You fucking dog.
3: <laughs> she was Am out. I wrong?
2: Elizabeth Hilden? Yeah. Uh, And what about like the trash
0: can lid shot and Triple H, and the referee turns around, sees Triple H, Throwing the trash can lid away, and just goes down and counts to three. So technically, Kyoto saw what Triple H did, and he's like, "Eh, it's the thing, so I'll count."
3: I didn't even know Kyoto was already a referee.
0: Yeah, he
2: had been there since '92. The chick with Triple
3: H was an oh,
0: model.
2: Wow. Yeah, she did a cover for a magazine called D
1: That's real information I mean, I believe it Thank you
2: Uh, Yeah, so I personally,
0: I give the match a four I give it a two and a half I thought it sucked
1: I give it a one
3: (laughs) Eric I give it a one too
2: Alright He hated it we all hated it
0: though. It was, You're being it, too nice. Yeah, it wasn't that it wasn't that good. But I
2: guess sometimes you
0: do have to have matches on pay per views that are That suck? Why?
1: Yeah.
0: Well You can't have an overly good pay per view. I mean look at what WWE did with WrestleMania you know, last year. Number one. They had no, no, excellent one. one.
1: You, and you then they two that. suck because <laughs> they let the
0: wrong guy go over.
1: You you, you, can't, you can't spend it. We're, we're spending, you're paying hard money. I paid you 40 bucks to watch a three-hour pay-per-view. I want three hour, four hours worth of my good, well, two hours, actually, to tell you the truth. My bad. Two hours at a time. So I want $20 of good pay-per-view per hour. Not a trash match in the, in the middle of the beginning. He's oh,
0: right. It's a good point. It's a, point. <laughs> it's a great point. All right. We've been doing the show, what, almost five years now? It started in 2019. Holy shit, yeah. And he still yeah. hasn't recognized when I have sarcasm in my voice. I was being sarcastic when I said, oh, they have to have. That's why I brought up WrestleMania last year. WWE can't do a full, like, really good pay-per-view. They have to include stuff that sucks. Like they're That's not capable. Receiver. They're not capable of putting on an eight to ten match card with eight to ten good matches.
2: That's never happened. No. You don't think we can go back and find one where everything was a banger? No. <laughs> not once in history. No, I no.
1: Well, no, yeah, he does got a point. That some pay per views. I, I had to go back to there's the There's always a news.
2: stinker. You're not it's wrong. Always, yeah. There's always something. there's always.
1: I think it had to be between 2000 to like 2000, when it was using those heavy rock songs as the theme card. The rock song made you want to watch the pay-per-view. It wasn't the matches. It was the song of whoever was doing the pay-per-view made you want to watch it because it was a good song to listen to. <laughs> and, and right. I'll, I'll give you this. I'll, I'll go back to No Way Out 2003. It was a bad pay-per-view. But the song brought me to make me want to watch it over and over and over again.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and that's the thing is that like that's why I I personally think because we always talk about like one to two match cards yeah uh or whatever, but that's just how it operates. No and is guilty of this too. Like there's been you know, everybody says, Oh, AEW puts on stellar matches, all their pay per views are good. No, they're not. They
1: used to be good. They they used to be able to put on eight Killer Banger matches. Now it's just going to WWE level. <laughs> they no, used it. To. <laughs> yeah. So all
0: right, next up the next ma- or before we get to the next match we get to something that uh i it, well that nobody ever really thought they'd see and that's Yokozuna cutting a promo
2: yeah his first words are jim cornette
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and well cuz yokozuna was built as you know this japanese character who only said bonsai uh before he put his buns in your eyes Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> and but now after the split with Camp Cornette, you know Cornette got himself a new Monster Invader,
2: and he looked more Samoan here. Yeah, they weren't really selling him as Japanese not anymore. anymore. Except for they still he still nope. had the theme music and the tights. Yeah, but he he looked like uh, Roman Reigns' dad. Yeah, and
0: well, he's not Roman Reigns. He's Roman's uh, cousin. Same thing, but it was like, but he's wrestling. Uh, he's wrestling British Bulldog here. It's after the split from Camp Cornet. Mister Fuji is uh, is not there with him, and this was this was actually a decent match, but it's kind of hard to have a six hundred and fifty pound babyface.
2: Yeah, he was a lot of man. Yeah, and they were like he was kind of coming off as cool the way they were talking about him a little bit the way he was acting. It wasn't cool how we got beat up and Vader came in and took the took the mask off, which was weird and yeah. Uh, I I could have done without this one too, but it, it wasn't terrible. It, it wasn't as bad as uh, the garbage man, but it was still. It, it 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 wasn't it it lacked the quality that the next two matches would deliver and that the first one did.
0: Right, and and that's the thing too is that like with this match,
2: it was more of a brawl than anything. Yeah,
0: with this it was, it, it, again it's kind of hard for a, a heel to get heat on a 650 pound babyface because the 650 pound babyface can't. Shut up! I'm doing a show. <laughs> Uh, can't sell that well. I said, Shut up, I'm doing a show. Uh but uh hey, nasty boy. Yeah, well
3: He just wants you to better
0: I'm in the middle of something. Uh but like with this match it's
2: like Oh the other.
0: Uh it was uh god fucking cat. Yeah. Uh He's just like, like Yoko at 650 pounds, it's very hard for him to sell. And, uh, so like when the baby face can't sell, that kind of makes it a shit match in, in my opinion anyway. So, uh, I wasn't necessarily a fan of this, uh, But um, so I I give it a five.
2: Yeah, I thought it it wasn't that great. I give it a 4.6. All right, Eric,
3: what did you think? I give it a 4.5. Okay.
1: I'll, I'll give it a four. Okay. Uh, it was not that good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, and I like Jim Cornette, and he was funny, but and him yelling at Roddy Piper after Roddy's promo was okay, but the whole thing went a little long, and it was kind of yeah, it was fun, but didn't really mean much.
0: I mean, my favorite part of the promo was when he put his hand over Clarence Mason's mouth, yeah, which is something I think should yeah. happen to all lawyers.
2: That was funny.
0: Uh and then when Roddy's just like, look, Yokozuna is 650 pounds. He goes, by my calculations, that's 300 pounds a cheek.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, like, yeah, that was kind of funny. But, yeah, the match was just, like, was, yeah, black.
2: The announcement of Yoko and Vader was cool. But... Yeah. Well, and one of the reasons, like, it ended up being a six-man
0: tag at WrestleMania for a couple different reasons. One of the reasons being is that, like, Vader was still dealing with a shoulder injury that he got in WCW. So He could not work a full singles match and they had no faith in Yoko because it was going to be shortly after this where they were going to try to again send him to fat camp because they were having a harder and harder time getting him licensed.
2: Licensed to wrestle.
0: Yeah. Different states wouldn't license him because they're like, he's too big. He's going to kill somebody.
2: 650 is pretty fucking big.
0: Yeah. But Yoko Yoko was comfortable in his own skin. And it was a lot to be comfortable in. But he was comfortable in his own skin. He did not want to stop eating. No. I can relate. He snuck in fried chicken there. Yeah, him and Vader Perfect. used to sneak in fried chicken and Burger King to each other. Because they both had to go to fat camp at the same time, and they would just sneak food to each other.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Yeah, like they just, he just liked food too much, but they're just like Yoko, you can't wrestle if you don't. And he's like, well, I made him. <laughs> I made some
1: cash. At, at one point,
0: he got up to uh, when he got up to seven hundred pounds in early ninety seven. That's basically when he was yeah, 'Yeah, you're done.'
2: Yeah.
0: He got up to 700 pounds now. He was able to get down to, I think, uh, they were able to get him down in 98. They got him down to 400. But then he started gaining the weight back a little bit. Yeah. But I think when he passed away in 2000, he was still about 500. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. Shawn Michaels and Owen Hart. Yeah. Uh, This match for the WrestleMania title shot, Shawn Michaels
0: putting his shot up on the line because he wants he wants a shot at uh at the man who you know gave him a concussion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And. So, this match happened, and this was actually, this was a really good match, which you would kind of expect that from these two, because I always thought they had really good, they had really good chemistry even after Sean's fucked over the family. Uh, I mean, not good enough chemistry to where, you know, Sean was willing to, Sean or Hunter were willing to drop a belt to Owen, but... But you know, this is before. This is before Sean. Uh, I mean, he was probably still a douchebag around this time. But this is when he was still willing to cooperate with Owen Hart. Uh, what do you think, Daniel?
1: I enjoyed
2: it. I uh, I did think that Sean looked a little like. It felt like Vince wanted him to be a bigger deal than he kind of was. Yeah. And it felt like it was all, like, like he was fucking dancing in the ring for, like, 15 minutes before the match and five minutes after the match. And Owen was sitting in the corner. I forgot that Owen had entered already by the time that Owen, yeah. like, came out and, and, like, they started wrestling. He he was dancing so much. Owen was just sitting in the corner while he's shaking his dick. You
0: get the feeling that maybe, like, it was. I'm
2: just a sexy boy. Like, it it played over again, like, four times. Yeah think maybe he was trying to get
0: like Sean to get like that that ho those Hogan vibes or that Hogan pop
2: well, yeah, I think they wanted him to be like a new age rock star and everything, and he kind of was, and he was the man back then, but there he was just going a little hard, yeah, the match itself was pretty good. it was two really good guys that worked well together, I thought, and uh it was a little slow at first, but it built up to be a good match. And I thought Sean looked good, so it did its purpose. I give it a seven out of ten.
3: All right.
2: Eric, what did you think?
3: I give it an eight out of ten. That's it was the best match in the card. I always enjoy Sean Michael's match. Okay. <laughs> All
0: right, Clinth, what did you think?
1: I I enjoyed it, to tell you the truth. I think the match had good story and it was, good. it was a great chemistry between the two. Of them. I think it. Now, are you right? The whole dancing part, yeah, you can cut that out. But I can, I, I enjoy, I enjoy Sean Michael's interest. In you can't go wrong with Sean Michael's interest. In this. Now, looking at it back at it now, yeah, you ain't cut it back. When you're watching it as a young me, the young me enjoys Sean Michael's. So I want to give this match a nine out of ten.
0: All right, so. You look back at like this match and especially him doing the dancing and all that. When he had the little girl in the ring, like you can't do that shit now.
1: Yeah.
0: Obviously. Uh.
3: But. That was, like, that was just a would the random girl. I thought that he he knew her. I
0: I don't I, I don't know. She, like they pulled her out of the crowd, so she might have been a plant that was just like, oh right, yeah, you're gonna pull her in i'm not i'm not a big
3: is weird yeah i i
0: I don't know who she was. but uh, I mean the match was really good, you know, always enjoy seeing Cornette get hit, which is always a fun time, yeah, and uh then, but uh, personally, yeah, I would give it an 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. So, all right. Main event cage match. Diesel defending against Bret Hart. Really good match. Really good cage match.
2: Kind of a cool
0: ending, in my opinion.
2: I thought it was a sick ending. I thought this was the By far a match of the card. Yeah, And that's why I liked it. I thought this card was paced well. Uh, Everything was in the right spots and the main event was the best match of the card. And that's everything you need to do well in a pay-per-view. In my opinion. But I, I thought that Bret Hart, he wrestled his ass off. I thought Diesel looked cool and tough and he was a good big guy coming out there and just being a badass and being big daddy cool. And uh it was a night it was there was good like brawling moments, there was good technical wrestling from Brett. He could carry Diesel to a decent match and uh them using the cage to their advantage too. And uh of course the spot at the end with the Undertaker coming through the bottom of the ring was a spectacle. And him pulling it was a little goofy, especially I think they should have just ended it at that. But the fact that Diesel came back up. Yeah. But even though I, I say that, I kinda, I'm kind of i glad they did it that way. Because Undertaker looked cool as hell on the cage at the end when the music went and it went to dark. That was a cool visual. And yep. him standing on the cage like
0: that. It was. Let me ask you this. What did you think of the blue cage?
2: Oh, I love the blue cage. It's a classic. I don't think the blue cage steel cage matches were as iconic as the the new one. Yeah. The gray. But, because the blue just reminds me of Hogan and King Kong Bundy. Right, which it was basically
0: the blue cage was designed for King Kong Bundy so he could climb it because his feet were
2: fast. Yeah. <laughs> but I do <laughs> like the blue. I like the blue cage, but I, I don't know if it's Yeah,
3: I like know, the blue one too.
0: I mean, it was I always liked it because I always liked the the older stuff. Yeah. Uh, to me, this match was really good. Now, and the finish, and I was telling you a little bit about this last night, the original finish they had in mind was Diesel was going to jackknife Brett, go to walk out of the cage, and that's how Undertaker was going to pull him through.
2: That's crazy. Oh.
0: But Mr. Hart made
2: him bad. look weak.
0: So he said, if Undertaker has to get involved at all, I I can't take a jackknife. And then both Nash and Undertaker were just like, dude, you're being fucking selfish. But they did it his way.
2: It still looked cool. And Brett wasn't really healing at the time, so he didn't need to, right? Yeah. It'd be different if it was like Heart Foundation Brett. Right. But this is still babyface Brett, so he didn't really need to... I, I get what he was saying. Not that he would look weak, but that's more of a heel thing. Yeah. To get fucked up by the finisher and then somebody costs the guy the match. Right. That's cooler if they're just brawling and chaos ensues and he's just like, all right, let me get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I can, I can see that. All right, what did you give the match? I give it a 9 out of 10. I thought it was a very decent steel cage match.
0: I'm actually going to go 10 out of 10. This is actually my favorite match on the card. It was mine, too. So... Eric, what did you think? Uh, i it... Actually, no, Clement, we'll start with you.
1: Okay. I'll go and I'll give it an eight, 8 out of 10. I like think the match was really good, and I loved the name of the ticker coming out and I to leave the ring. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Eric, what did you think?
3: I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of the ending, but that's just me. I I'll be different and say that. But I like the mic itself.
0: So. I mean, it's fair.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh
0: it, it is fair 'cause like a lot of people would look at it as a is a weird ending i mean i i know that if Shawn michaels were involved in this somehow okay. it'd have a higher rating or steve austin but uh <laughs> but
3: no like, that had nothing to do with it because i went to then, though. i mean
1: it was
2: a little goofy it was a little goofy but it yeah, was but also. so was this, of... so this time period yeah it, it fit the yeah. time period I thought it was cool still. And I like I said, I like the way he ended on the K's and stuff. And I'm always fine with somebody getting sucked into the ring. Yeah. <sighs> getting sucked in the ring? Yeah. yeah. Whenever someone can get sucked in the ring, it makes me happy.
0: <laughs> Sean and Triple H did that to each other almost every night for a while.
3: Uh, <laughs> but I just wanted to be
0: different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we know you're different. He's a good hey. Guy. <laughs> hey, Doug. You said you wanted to be different, and I said, yeah, we know you're different. I'm not insulting oh, you. Okay.
1: Yes, you were. If I could get it past him. Uh,
3: Sometimes I don't know. Especially coming from you,
0: Doug. <laughs> that's fair enough. Well, yeah, it definitely is fair enough, because that's the
2: way I answer <laughs> the The match was damn good. Yeah. And I, I like the ending. I yeah. like – and the fact that he pulled them in and then they did a smoke thing to yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that Diesel was legitimately like, oh, what the fuck, afterwards. This, this pay-per-view did a very good job at setting up WrestleMania. And I thought even the Yokozuna shit, it set up a match for Mania. Uh, and this specifically, it, it, with the co-main – you knew it was kind of, which I like the alternate reality where we get Brett Owen 2, at a, or Brett Owen 3, whatever the fuck, Yeah. at WrestleMania. That would have been cool. But uh, I you knew it was going to be Shawn and Brett. And uh, it was just cool seeing four of the like, best guys. It, it's like what we're going to see in Elimination Chamber. It's the rest of the road to WrestleMania. So it was kind of sick seeing all these guys. You knew Owen Hart wasn't going to main event in WrestleMania, but... Right. Uh, no offense, I think he could have, but...
0: He could have. It was just... It just really wasn't his time.
1: No.
2: no.
1: Uh,
0: I I felt like this pay-per-view, and we see that a lot with like always the February pay-per-view. It's like, alright, how is the road to WrestleMania going to shape up? Uh, you know, when they started, I obviously, because this is the first year they had a February pay-per-view. Yeah. Because In Your House didn't become a thing until May of 95. Uh, so, when they started shaping up the February pay-per-views as, like, all right, it continues the road to WrestleMania, you know, like, like you said, we're going to see what the elimination change them on. We're going to find out who's challenging Seth, Seth Rollins, even though Seth Rollins is more focused on backing up Cody. Uh we're yeah. gonna find out what the women's title match is gonna be.
2: Raquel. Yeah.
0: Right. We're fi- we're gonna get there. Uh
2: unless it's Raul Rodriguez. Raquel Rodriguez.
0: Yeah. Uh it could be Raquel Rodriguez taking on the female uh Gabriel Iglesias.
2: Uh you fucked that up because you said Raquel Rodriguez. Wouldn't
0: no, what I'm saying is oh,
2: Nia really? is uh, not. Or I'm saying is oh, <laughs> as fat as Gabriel. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> I shouldn't have made you explain that. Now yeah. I get it.
0: Yeah, uh, but uh, to be honest with you, I actually think Fluffy's better looking. Uh, <laughs> actually, to be honest with you, the poop, <laughs> I, the poop I took this morning is better looking no, than that. No, no, no. But pretty
2: uh, I, I think she's pretty. Ugly. Uh, <laughs> but
0: we're gonna get to that match. We're also gonna have uh I don't even know what else is sc- oh there's a tag title match schedule and all that. Anyway. Uh it's
2: gonna be a hell of a card.
0: Yeah. Hell of a card that people have to get up at four thirty in the morning for. <laughs> I'll
2: do it.
0: You really Are you guys like waking up that
2: early? early? Yeah. Eric, you're coming over for it. Just kidding. Me. No. No. But uh, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. The the whole pay per view, I would give eight out of ten. Eight point one. Eight point one.
0: Eight
2: point one. I thought it was a damn good pay per view, especially for this era where there was a lot of bad shit. This was actually a pretty refined, good five match card with a lot to offer, a, like good wrestling across the board. There was a there was a lot of good wrestling here, so uh,
3: I I thought it yeah. was
2: it was better than I thought it would be, and expect the cold those five nights nice cards. It was
3: a what? I made those five nights nice, two-hour well, cards. Yeah, me too.
2: Me too. But uh, it, it was it was something special still, and. From the first match, which ended with a man in a diaper, to the second match that ended with a man getting pulled into the ring and looking disturbed after. Yeah. Uh I thought it was. I thought it was a good card.
0: Eight point one. Yeah. All right, Kenneth. What are your final thoughts on the pay-per-view and your final rating?
1: Well, I'll read a seven out of ten. I thought. I uh, thought it was. Op- if you take away the stipulation from the uh, one, two, three K Razor Ramon, you got a banger of an opener. Shawn Michaels and Owen Hart totally killed it, especially and in their um story book rivalry there. Steel case smash was also fire Put the interference of the Undertaker and you find a way to replace the two garbage smashes that we had with Hunter and and that junkyard. And then Yoko Zu well, Yoko Zuda I would have kept over 100. Let's put it that way. But it was still a good pay-per-view on the way. All right. Eric, what did you think?
3: I enjoyed the pay-per-view. It was a nice power five card match. Um, it was a three-match card. There was two matches I didn't like. But I, overall, I give it a 7.5. I had 10. All right. It was one of the better pay per views that we've done. And we done forty four.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. And you wanna go through and see yeah, like what all pay per views we've done so we don't we? Don't
2: yeah, I don't wanna start repeating.
1: Yeah.
0: You
2: wanna know what we're doing next week?
1: Yeah. After your pick?
0: Oh give your final Alright, so my final thoughts are this. I give I give it a nine. Oh shit. Okay because I actually really did enjoy this because I've actually seen this about five ten times uh so yes it had two matches on there that kind of sucked but the Yoko Bulldog match had some build right? and it's built to something more Hunter and the dumpster just didn't need to happen uh but I really enjoyed the cage match. The crybaby match, even though it was a ship stipulation, still was an awesome wrestling match. Uh, so I say 9 out of 10. So, all right. You, Daniel, uh-huh. get the range next week for five Fridays. I uh-huh. had it for four Fridays, but there are five Fridays in the month of March. Maybe. So, what do we
2: start with next week? Oh, we're we'll start with the doozy we're gonna start with we're gonna do a big man tier list so any giants just big guys the the criteria is very. You can really kind of almost like break the rules. What we consider big men, obviously, like Triple H wouldn't be involved, but like the Undertaker, like like those types. Basically, of guys. Kevin if, you're, if you're about six ten, six eleven, yeah,
0: and even guys that are like shorter but still like three hundred.
2: Yeah, but big boys, like a Trevor Murdoch's a big a big man. Yeah, like well, yeah, because he grows about
0: two eighty. So uh, like, we'll be
2: ranking the big men throughout wrestling history.
0: Oh, th- that's gonna be fun uh
2: are
0: you
3: doing uh current kill or no yes uh so now like and yes those he, guys he is,
2: yep he's definitely
0: a big man because even though he, he's like 6'5 but he's still about 280
2: yeah those jack guys still
0: yeah uh you know guy like solo sokoa uh
2: Well, although strangely, I wouldn't put John Cena in that category for some reason. Yeah, even though he probably should be in there. Well, he's not. He's he's a big dipshit. He's not a big.
0: (laughs) uh, But
2: like a guy like you know, would Roman classify for this list? No. See that's what makes it. Well, maybe if we bring him up, he does. Yeah, but but not really. More like a Braun Strowman, those types.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, Heyman wouldn't def- definitely wouldn't classify for the list because he's just a fat idiot.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's who- uh, who-
2: Yeah. Because he's the muscle. Uh, yeah. So Muscle monsters. Goldberg get- and that. Yeah. Yeah. Shit like that. But, uh, yeah, it's been a blast. We'll see everybody next week.
1: All right. See everybody next There's week. A- I- I- Love I you. had
2: fun. <laughs> uh, What'd you say, Eric? I said, love you. Love you, too. Kenneth. <laughs> we got to get one out of you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a new year.
1: You
0: know what? New year's saying me. Have Goodbye. To alcohol to do
2: it. But one of these days, we will
3: get
1: him
0: to tell us he loves
3: us.
1: Uh, In your dream.
3: I'm freeze
0: about
2: it every
3: night. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, we'll at least <laughs> once
2: a week. We'll see everybody next week.
3: All right. Yeah. Later. Bye, guys. Bye, Krina. Bye. Bye, Doug. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye Karen. Bye.